Hey guys, Carl here, and I am incredibly excited for two reasons. First, I'm in New York City. That's right, Short and Curly has gone on a special adventure to America this season. We've got American kids, an ethicist here in the US, and I even have a special co-host here in the States named Shumita. And second, I'm excited because today I'm at the world-famous Metropolitan Museum of Art, and I think there's something magical here. The Met has heaps of ancient artefacts and trinkets, but I've read one of them might be a time-travelling device. So I've asked Shumita to come find me here in the ancient Rome part of the museum so I can show her. Except uh, I haven't actually told her what we're doing here yet. Carl, there you are. Uh, hey, Shumita, how's it going? What do you mean, how's it going? Why have you even dragged me out here? I mean, I love the Met, and especially the ancient Rome section, but you said it was an emergency. Shamita, calm down. It's kind of an emergency. It's a magical emergency. A what? Hear me out. It's all to do with this, right here. An ancient Roman spork. You brought me all the way down here to look at this? An old bit of cutlery? I mean, okay, I see the spoon end. I see the fork end. What's the big deal? Shamita, it's a massive deal. No deal has ever been bigger. Hello, and today you're listening to... Short, you're listening to Short and Curly. And Curly. Yay! Short and Curly! Look, there is something really special about this book. Okay. In fact, it's magical. Sure it is, Carl. No, seriously. I looked it up on magicobjectsareal.com. It says that this book is actually a time-traveling device. Okay, well, if it actually is magical... Let's see if it works. <gasps> yes. Okay, I've always loved the Roman Empire. Friends! Romans! Countrymen! Okay, all right. Sure, Rome was a huge and mighty empire. They were amazing in lots of ways and helped shape our whole world. Right, from cities to legal systems to governments, even their number system. But they could also be cruel and brutal, bloody and unfair. By today's standards, a lot of what they did was pretty nasty. Really? Yeah, you might not like what you see. Come on, let's just go anyway. It's not like every day you just find a piece of time-traveling cutlery. All right, well, if it works the way you say it will, Short and Curly is going way back in time to ancient Rome. Yes, you won't regret it, Shumita. But I think we're going to discover the Romans did some things we might not agree with today. And maybe we can work out if it's okay to judge the behavior of people who lived a long time ago. Okay, okay. So what did your website say about controlling this spork? How does it work? First up, it will take us back to Rome in 106 AD, almost 2,000 years ago. 2,000 years ago? Wow. Second, it works as a language translator, so it'll let us speak and understand Latin. Pretty nifty spork. Uh, yeah, all sporks are nifty. And finally, to travel back in time, all you have to do is hold hands with anyone you're traveling with. Come on, give me a hand. Okay, all right. Come on. Oh, 
Carl, why are your hands so sweaty? Shh. And then you lean in super close, almost with your face touching the glass. Oh, your hands are so wet, Carl. crouch down on an angle and bend your back a bit like this. All right, okay. One foot forward. Ow. And then you say, let's go in Latin, which is... Iamus! Incredible! Oh my, no way! It worked! I can't believe this actually worked! Look I at this, Carl. And look, I, I think we're in a Roman bathroom. <sighs> yeah, I'm, I'm happy to look, but man, I'm going to hold my nose because it smells horrible in here. <laughs> You're right. This place really does look beautiful. I mean, look at all this marble. Hey, and while we're here, maybe I'll just actually go and use one of those bathrooms to see what it's actually like. Uh, if I were you, Carl, I'd try and hold it, but all right, I'm gonna wait for you outside. Okay, see you in a sec. Shamita's such a softy. I mean, how bad can a bathroom be? Oh, all uh, right. I got a row of holes in a bench and everyone's just sitting there doing their business. Oh, sorry. Is everything okay, friend? Uh, yeah, no, I, I didn't realize this one was, uh, was occupied. What are you talking about? There's room. Come, sit next to me. There's another hole on the bench. Uh, so you all sit on the, the, the same toilet bench thing? Of course. Why, these are among the finest toilets in all of Rome. Would you like to use the bottom cleaning sponge? I've just finished with it. Here. Uh, right, no, no, I'm more used to toilet paper, so so that's okay. You, look, maybe it was a false alarm. I'm just going to hold on. Might just leave you to that. How strange you are. You must be from a distant land. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Y- you have a good day, sir. Shmita, it was so disgusting in there. I can't believe people <laughs> lived like this. Yeah, I was going to warn you about the Roman bathrooms. Did you come face to face with a butt wiping sponge? I did. They all share the <laughs> same one. Yeah. Oh. Okay, Carl, keep it down. You're drawing a lot of attention to us. Things were just different back then, okay? This is a totally different culture. You shouldn't judge them for doing things a little bit differently. Differently? This is just completely wrong and probably, like, unhealthy or dangerous. Of course I can judge them. Well, okay, think about other countries you visited back in, you know, the future, where we're from, where they do things that you're maybe not used to. Yeah, well, I guess, you know, not all bathrooms are like the ones we have here in the U.S. or in Australia. And some other countries might think that we're the gross ones. Like when I visited Italy, you know, they... They thought it was a bit weird that we only used toilet paper. They had these little mini shower things as well. Mm Mm-hmm, exactly. See, they might consider us dirty and gross. But that's completely different to using a communal butt-wiping sponge. I'm going to vomit. All right. Just give me a sec. Shh, 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 Carl, clear your mind and picture anything except butt sponges. Oh, why'd you have to say it again? (laughs) Okay. All right. While we wait for Carl to calm down, on Short and Curly, we like to hear from school children across the country and around the world. Here's what our brains trust had to say when I told them about that poo sponge on a stick thing. What if you were in that situation? What would you do? Jump in a lake. What if there wasn't a lake? Oh, ocean. There has to be a lake somewhere. No, no. some water. They might have not known wrong from right. I mean, if, like, they didn't know about toilet paper, so they just used what they had. For me, I think it's really disgusting, but um, that, that's their, that's their um, way of, of life, and we can't judge other people. Like, that's, that's kind of mean. I would think, like, they're just 
being creative and using what they already have. You could be grossed out about it, but yeah. that's just how they had to do stuff. Like how now we use toilet paper. Back then it was kind of saving, so that's like a good way of them using resources and, and using them over and over again, like recycling. Yeah, I actually kind of think that's like creative. I mean, it's kind of gross when you think about it, but they didn't really know like how to make toilet paper. You don't know their life, so you can't judge how they live their life because it's theirs. You have your own. You, you have to worry about what you do. Maybe that was the best solution. Maybe there's worse solutions, like instead of a sponge on a stick, like maybe you have to use your own hand to do it. Like nobody would want to do that. Just imagine using your hand. Oh, that would definitely be worse. Ugh, disgusting. Anyway, maybe there's another person we should talk to about how we should think about ancient cultures like Rome. Oh, you mean Short and Curly's very own ethicist, Dr. Jen Morton. Yeah, from the City College of New York. How are we going to talk to her from here? We're in ancient Rome. Well, if the website information about this magic spork was correct, Mm -hmm. we should just be able to use our mobile phones while we're time traveling. That bill is going to be huge. I'll just get my parents to pay. But look, here's my phone and... Hey, check it out. Perfect reception. Huh. Full buzz. Wow. Hello? Hey, J- Hi, Jen. Jen. It's, it's Carl and Shamita here. How's it going? Great, thanks. The phone line is a bit crackly. I can't really make out what you're saying. Where are you guys? Okay, you'll never guess. It's a bit of a long story. But we need some advice, Jen. Yeah, Carl and I have been talking about the past, and specifically we've been wandering around it. I mean, um, wondering about ancient Rome. And Jen, I just want to know, how should we think about people who did things really differently to us? For example, you know, hypothetically, the ancient Romans. So the first question you need to ask yourself is, why are people behaving differently? Is it because they have different tastes than you do, because maybe they're making some sort of mistake, or because they really have different beliefs about what's right and wrong? Jen, how do we know when judging is okay then? I mean, a lot of kids these days get taught at school not to judge one another. What some people mean by judging is something like, criticizing or calling out someone for doing something that you disagree with. And that I think we should be very careful about doing because we don't know why someone is doing something differently than we would or why they're doing something that we think is gross or weird. But in some cases, you do want to be able to call out people for doing things that are wrong. And you should be calling them out for doing something mean or cruel. What we need to figure out is when are cases of judging cases in which you really are just criticizing someone because they just like to do things differently than you do, and when there really is something important at stake, be a little empathetic. All right, Dr. Jen, thanks for talking to us. Bye, have fun wherever you are. So see, Carl, that's pretty much what I've been telling you all along. It's not okay to just jump to being judgy about the ancient Romans and what they did. Well, maybe you listening at home can back me up on this one. Every episode, we'll ask a few questions, and you can answer them however you like. Or you might want to pause the show and chat about it with those around you. And our first question today is... Think of a situation where you noticed people doing something different from what you're used to. How did you react, and why? Hit pause now. Hmm, thinking, thinking, thinking. 
ta-da! Look what I found in the bathrooms, a pair of Roman togas. You want us to wear those? Yeah, and I've got this beautiful one with like a purple stripe for myself. That's gonna look great. Okay, all right, but just please return them later. Okay, so I think uh, you, you just put one loop over the shoulder. Where do your arms go in this Maybe you thing? tie the sash around your forehead Does like this? Does this look too big on me? Oh, look at this stripe. It's just so dashing. Carl, you look pretty good. <laughs> you too. You're looking good, man. All right, let's bounce. Carl, Carl, just look up. Here it is. <gasps> We're in front of the Colosseum. Wow. Where the gladiators fought. It's incredible. What's the Colosseum actually for again? Well, it's the largest amphitheater ever built. Well, it's big, all right. It officially opened in the year 80 AD as a place for Roman entertainment. The ancient Romans loved games and they'd play them just to celebrate something like a big military victory. Or sometimes the harvest was great and they said, let's play some games. Or or to keep the gods happy, right? Exactly. And these games could go on for days or weeks or even months. I love games. Come on, let's go check it out. Hey, wait a second. Carl, everyone's looking at you. What are you talking about? Look, they're all like moving aside for you and staring at you. Uh-oh. Some people are pointing. Pointing's not good. Why are they doing that? Maybe they just sense how cool and awesome I am. I really doubt that that's it, Carl. Oh, I think it's the toga with the purple stripe. Yeah, no, no one else seems to have any of them. Yeah, ex- purple is the color of status. They must think you're one of the elite members of Roman society. Huh, awesome. I always knew I had good fashion sense. Magistrate, good day. Come in and take your seat. The show is about to begin. I think you're a magistrate. Yeah, well, of course I am. I'm so cool in my purple striped toga. I'm so okay, cool Carl, in my... Carl, remember how grossed out you were in the toilets? I don't think you're ready for what comes next. What? Come on. It'll be fine. <gasps> Look. Lions. Lions? And a flock oh, of no. flamingos. No, no, no. I don't like this. <gasps> Come on. Let's do it. No, 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 no. Whoa. Look at this place, Shamita. There's so many people in here. Come on. Let's sit down so we can watch. Welcome. We are here to honor the mighty soldiers and Roman legions which traveled great distances and returned victorious. For your entertainment, we have brought together thousands of the world's most fierce and unusual beasts. For 120 days, we will delight you with games and breathtaking entertainment. This is going to be so great. And look where we're sitting. We're right in the front row. This is amazing. Yeah, we're in the front row, all right. People would kill for such awesome seats. Um, maybe we're going to have too good a view, Carl. Today, fellow Romans, we celebrate. We see which creature is strongest in a battle to the death. What? Yeah, Carl, I'm sorry to tell you. This is what they used to do in ancient Rome. We've got bears from the frozen wastes, elephants and lions from Africa, wolves from the German forests. But but what what are they? They had kind of different thoughts about animals than we do. No, I've got to jump in and stop this. No, 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 Carl, you can't do that. Come on. Maybe my purple-striped toga will let me step in and just cancel this show. Carl, no, no, come on, sit down. Sit down. I am a magistrate, and I say it's time to stop this show. Pardon, magistrate? This is cruel. Enough. I, Magistrate Carl, demand this stop immediately, and the animals be returned to their homes. Carl, sit 
down. You're gonna get us killed. Magistrate Coral, was it? There are no official records of a magistrate with such a name. Uh, yes, I, I'm, I'm the new guy. From where? From the town of Sydney, in the land of uh, Australia? Nonsense. There is no such place. Praetorian, he's an imposter, wearing a magistrate's robes. Imprison him immediately. No, no, wait. It's, it's a misunderstanding. To pay for this crime, he and his associate join the celebration of our great emperor's victory by fighting as gladiators. Wait, what? Great going, Carl. Now look at what you've done. I demand you let us go. Come on. Straight to the fighting pits with the two of you. Ouch! These shekels are pitching. Fighting pits? Where are they leading us? It's so dark down here. Okay, Carl, I think it's about time that you get the time-traveling spork to get us out of here. Easy, we've just got to say that magic word again. Perfect, so say it. Okay, so it was the, it was the Latin word for let's travel? Are you asking what? me this? You're supposed to be the spork expert here. Travelus? Are you serious get, right now? Get us back to us? You seriously don't remember? Um, Are you saying we're stuck here? Maybe. Oh, man, you've got to be kidding me. Look, I'll figure it out. All right, I want you both in this cell where you can choose the weapon that you will use to defend your life. You'll be in the next gladiator fight, which will definitely be an ugly one. You better start praying to the gods. Oh, no. <laughs> Carl, please, please tell me you figured out how to get us home. Okay, I'm, I'm working on it. It's just, my memory just ain't what it used to be. Hurry up and pick your weapon. Uh, uh excuse me, sir, I'm, I'm more of a pacifist. <laughs> Uh, okay, so be it. But I would take a shield as well, you fool. All right, I'm, I might take this little one here. Look at this great pattern of two horses rearing up. It's such a beautiful design. Carl! And you! Take your weapons. Fine, I'll choose this net and this trident. Because you know what, Carl? I'm not dying because you forgot how to use your magic fork. It's a spork, okay? Now, off you go to the waiting chamber. We're gonna die. Shamita, this is terrible. I'd read all about gladiators from Roman times, but I didn't realize how bad these gladiator fights were. Well, yeah, in ancient Rome, people were often killed publicly like this in big gladiator fights, or even by wild beasts. There's even a name for that punishment. What's that? Damnatio ad bestias. All right, well, while we're preparing for our big fight, Let's try and get some perspective from our brain's trust about making animals and humans fight for fun. And maybe they'll be the last voices we'll ever hear. Killing an animal is just bad in general, but for entertainment, killing an animal seems worse. Yeah, because you're getting, like, happiness out of it because that's just terrible. If you judge them, you're going to have someone else judge you back. I feel like judging them would be a good thing. We don't kill thousands and thousands of people and animals. We have similar entertainment as them, just not as brutal, but it still is brutal, such as wrestling, boxing, yeah, stuff like that, and we watch it. We bet on it. We do things kind of like what they did. We do execute humans for their wrongdoings. I feel like that's horrible for us to do. It is kind of harsh, but like, they didn't have TVs to entertain them. They didn't have, like, they didn't know basketball or softball or any of that stuff like that. So, I mean, they just tried to entertain themselves. I kind of get it. We, we can judge them, but we can't 
By judging them, we can't make ourselves feel better. We can compare ourselves to them. We can learn from their mistakes. We can learn that we should not do this because this can happen, this can happen, this can happen. So instead of judging them, we're learning something. Yeah. Like, what if right now we're doing something that we don't think of it as wrong, but later on, the people, like people to come think are gonna look at us like how we look at them and be like, they did this wrong. Well, there's no looking back at ancient Rome for us today. We're here in ancient Rome, and worst of all, we're maybe about to die. Oh, I think I just bum-dialed Jen again. We may as well say goodbye to her one last time. Hello? Jen, it's us. Look, long story, but uh, we might die in a gladiator fight in ancient Rome. What? Look, there's no time to explain. But just so everyone back home knows, it was all Carl's fault. Hey! Look, Jen, when we talked to you earlier, you said that we've got to be careful when we think about other cultures and judging them. But when it comes to gladiator fights with animals and humans in the mix, that seems pretty clear-cut to me. In this case, I think what strikes us is that people are enjoying and having fun by watching animals and human beings die. And that seems just outright cruel. But Jen, maybe they just didn't know better. I mean, back then, the Romans, they thought that animals didn't have feelings and maybe didn't even feel pain. So is ignorance an excuse? Ignorance is often a very good excuse. So if, for example, you step on my toe and I get angry at you, but then I realize you didn't see that my toe was there, and that seems like a pretty good excuse. But in this case, it seems that the Romans were ignorant that taking pleasure in other people and animals suffering was wrong, and that's a different kind of ignorance. Some of the kids that we heard from in our Brains Trust were a little hesitant when it came to judging ancient Romans because, you know, maybe we still do bad things in the present day anyway. We have to be careful here to think about the things that we do that are wrong, that we know are wrong and we know we should do better, and the things that we do that are wrong, but maybe we don't know that they're wrong. For example, some vegetarians think that we're wrong for eating meat, and they think that in the future we will come to realize that we were wrong for doing so. And if that's right, there are things that we're doing right now that are very much like the things the Romans were doing. And so we have to ask ourselves whether ignorance in their case and in our case is enough of an excuse to get us off the hook. So, Carl and Shemita... All right, you two, time's okay, up. Jen, Jen, sorry, we, we got to go. Wait, are you there? This very rude gentleman. Hello? Put me down, sir. Your fight's about to begin. Any tips? Yeah, don't get killed. That's basically the only rule in the Colosseum. Now, you'll be fighting with the other gladiators from across the Empire. Each of them ferocious fighters. Whoa, wait a second. The two of us are on the same team, though, right? Uh, no. Today's fight in the gladiator arena is a free-for-all. What? Only one person comes out of there alive. No! What? Oh, my God. Please, no. Just... In you go. Carl, we've got to get out of here now. Shamita, I'm, I'm really sorry. I just can't remember the word to get us back. Oh, man, we're so doomed. For our next entertainment, we have gathered some of the most terrible criminals from across the city. Okay, Shamita, I think if we stick together, maybe we'll be able to fight them off. No way. Carl, you're on your own. <gasps> hey! Sorry, Carl. It's everyone for themselves now. <gasps> Look, I'm sorry, okay? It's too late. Save it. Let the games begin! You know what? Fine. 
I find us a 100% legit magical time-travelling device and you show me zero support. Listen, I'm ready when you are. I was born ready. Come at me. Let's go. Bring it. Yamas. Whoa, 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 wait. Whoa, what what happened? We're we're back in New York. Oh, that's right. It wasn't the Latin word for let's travel. It was the Latin for let's go. And when I said iam... No, no, don't say it again. Okay, okay, but when I said that word, uh, the spork must have transported us back. Anyway, pretty cool adventure, huh? Cool? Are you serious? We almost killed each other in there. Oh, yeah, but it turned out fine in the end. Oh, that's it. I am banning you from magicobjectsareal.com. Yeah, but it was fun. We learned so much, Shamita. That's your idea of fun? Almost dying so some Romans could have a fun afternoon? Oh, you just need some time to get over it. Oh, you can't. We'd like to thank our brains trust of young oh, Roman God. scholars who helped God. us out today. They're the students from Cleveland Middle School in Oklahoma, the Environmental Charter Middle School in Inglewood, Los Angeles, and IS-318 in Brooklyn, New York. I was ready to kill you, Carl. Also thanks to Professor Judith Hallett from the University of Maryland. We almost killed each other today. And we'd also like to thank our Roman actors, Rex Stone, Molly Webster, Isaac Jones, and Darnell Jefferson. These hands. I almost... Stabbed you with my hands today, Carl. Oh, come on, Shamita, you're being overly dramatic. Now, if you want to write to us, head to our website. Just Google Short and Curly, head to the bottom of our page, and follow the link. And of course, please tell your friends, family, classmates, or teachers about the show. <gasps> Carl, we left the animals there. Those poor animals. Come on, Shamita. It's all behind us now. In the past. Just calm down. Okay, you're right. Look, let, let's just go grab a real traditional New York slice of pizza to calm you down. Didn't the ancient Romans invent pizza? It's okay, it's okay. Uh, they do have a long history with flavoured flatbread, you're right. But look, uh, maybe let's get a burger instead. Wait, didn't they invent those two? The Romans invented everything! This special season of Short and Curly was a team effort between Australia and the United States. Yay! Team Carl is from ABC Audio Studios, part of the very grown-up sounding Australian Broadcasting Corporation. Corporation, corporation, corporation. And Team Shamita is from WNYC Studios in the Big Apple, New York City! The creator and series producer of Short and Curly is Kyla Slarvin. The executive producers of our cross-Atlantic adventure are Emily Botine and Ian Walker. Our sound engineers are Isaac Jones, Hamish Camilleri, and Jolyn Camilleri. Production support from Sarah Sandback and Bridget Burja. And Amy Pearl is just plain awesome. Amy Pearl is just plain awesome. Hey, and also, we got to thank the big bosses. These two people made our adventure to New York possible. Kelly Reardon, head of ABC Audio Studios, and Dean Capello, head of WNYC Studios. And finally, if you're curious to hear the slightly different American version of these episodes, just go to picklepodcast.com. That's pickle, P-I-C-K-L-E, podcast.com. <laughs>